Welcome to Home Away From Home, where we bring you stories of Afghan refugees in Bishkek. In this first episode, we will take you on a journey through the struggles and joys of these individuals as they navigate life in a new country. Here, Bishkek, the capital of Kyrgyzstan, is home to thousands of Afghan refugees who have fled their war-torn country in search of a better life. They come from different walks of life with unique stories to tell. Some have left behind their families and friends while others have brought them along on this uncertain journey. So sit back and relax and join us on this journey as we explore the lives of Afghan refugees in Bishkek. And more specifically, students from the American University of Central Asia. So this was an intro for you guys. And now you know a little bit more about our podcast, which is like by the name of Home Away From Home. So and let's get to know about us now, which we are the hosts. And yeah. have no <laughs> okay, you can start, Maha. Okay, this is Maha Zafari. Uh, I am from Afghanistan, particularly from Takhar province. I was born and raised in Saudi Arabia till I was 17, I guess. And then we moved from Saudi Arabia to Afghanistan. And I lived there for around four years. Then I got into the American University of Afghanistan, starting my IT degree. And then unfortunately, with what happened, happened in Afghanistan we had to flee the country and then now I'm currently studying software engineering at the American University of Central Asia so yeah this is me <laughs> okay so here for me I'm Hada Atayi I'm currently 21 years old and I am from Badakhshan province of Afghanistan I studied business administration as my bachelor and currently I'm studying journalism and mass communication as my master's degree and yeah I'm happy to be here and to listen to some stories of her fellow colleagues and friends that we have in here in AUC. And yeah, please, guys, this is our first experience in like producing podcasts. So be <laughs> nice to us. So we would keep going with our podcast and like bring you more interesting stories about the students who are living in Bishkek. Okay, so disclaimer, we will be talking about some sensitive topics and probably will be having a lot of laughs about it. And I just want to tell everyone that it's not because we think the topic is really funny or something. It's just because it's kind of a way of a coping mechanism for us at this point. True. And uh, I just wanted to put this out there. And here we have one of our guests, the first guest, and she's going to introduce herself. Hi, uh, my name is Tabasam Hamdard and I'm from Panjshir, Afghanistan. And I studied IT at the American University of Afghanistan as a bachelor's degree. And when we moved here at the AUCA, I started my master's degree in the business administration. And um, yeah, that's all about me. So I want to ask, have you ever been a podcast before? Well, no, but this is my first time. It kind of makes me feel like singing. <laughs> <laughs> so it's exciting for all of us here. We're really happy to have you here with us as our first guest, you know. Thank yeah. you. I'm really excited to be here and talk about all the positive and negative things. That's great. Yeah. Okay, let's get into it then. So yeah, moving on, we have our introduction for the podcast and the reason we have started this podcast. I will first say my side and then mm -hmm. Maha will go on from her side. I believe uh, the main reason for starting this podcast was to start a sense of unity and build bridges and connections between our community and some of the people and stories that um, have not been heard and to raise awareness and provide information about those voices. And yeah, I think that's pretty much my reason. What is yours, Maha? Actually, I don't know. Since my childhood, I struggled to call a place home. Uh, even when I was like living in Saudi Arabia, I didn't feel myself being at home. But when I moved to Afghanistan and started my studies and 
be part of the American University of Afghanistan, I actually felt happy and I was kind of satisfied and happy and content being in Afghanistan. But unfortunately, you saw what happened. And now, again, I'm struggling with sense of belonging as well as calling a place home. Yeah, and basically our main topic and uh, subject of our, this episode is also finding home. We're going to be talking about finding home literally, like <laughs> finding apartments when we came here, but mm-hmm. also metaphorically. It's like a big the, deal for Afghans. Yes. <laughs> finding the definition of home and what we think home is for us and how each individual defines home basically oh so my god i have a lot to talk about that <laughs> <laughs> i may not be able to stop. i feel kind of you know excluded because i hope someone who's listening to this can relate to me because i don't know most of the students that i know they don't have the same situation that i have so i think there are still people who can relate to you you know yeah, i think we all so. have people who can relate to us at some point and yeah some, true yeah exactly. so let's see <laughs> okay let's move on to the format i'm gonna introduce how our podcast and episodes will be for now we will be having about 15 to 20 minutes of duration for our podcasts and we have thought of about 15 episodes and two seasons but if we have your support and we will see how it goes then maybe we can move on and have a lot of it and some of the episodes that we will be having for the names i will just give some hints uh, will be the first one which is finding home this one and it's also an introductory episode and we hope you'll like it and the next ones we will have will be the journey to Bishkek. We will be having guests and we will talk about their experiences and there will be also finding joy amidst struggle, the power of art and also the Afghan kitchen which is going to be my favorite. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we should start from somewhere but I'm not sure because it's like really complicated when you're trying to like find your home, right? Yeah. Maybe we should start like from the basics and like start from the definition of home. How do you define home? Tabastum, let's start from you. Home for me is when my parents are there. My sisters, my brothers, and there are noises everywhere because we were a big family and also kids especially. They have to be there. And there are noises when they just run around and play with each other. I think that's what makes me feel like I'm home. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what about you, Maha? So for me, my case is a bit complicated since I grew up in Saudi Arabia and I was there for a long time. I thought that was my home, but unfortunately it wasn't since, I don't know, the situation wasn't good for us. So we had to move around a lot and I had to change school, make new friendships all the time. So it was a bit hard for me to find the sense of being at home. But I guess the main point would be that my family would be around me, the people that I love and that support me. And yeah, that's it for my part I guess. For me I feel like defining home would be having the sense of belonging and safety and security and being loved or it's really hard after being forced to flee your home country due to persecution and conflict and whatever that has been going on like the violence Mm -hmm. it's really hard to feel safe after that and also beside being loved and having that sense of belong belongingity (laughs) (laughs) belonging yeah (laughs) they got you (laughs) You just created a new vocabulary (laughs) what is that okay Um, that sense of belonging then i have to like feel respect as well so i think that's just for me we can relate to each other i guess when i guess when it comes to respect and that's not my case if i tell you about (laughs) it because in my family my brothers used to bully you they they know exactly nothing about respect (laughs) (laughs) that's the fun part of it you know like not being being respected (laughs) well with your family i think that's okay for most people to just like insult each other and bully each other i don't think that's what i mean by respect Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah I, we got you, but it just took me uh, somewhere there. else. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, then. Let's move on to sharing personal stories that we came here. You know, I just want to stick to it and get to the point already. Okay. I want to talk about my experience that we have well, we had let's here. Let's put some spice. I don't think it's personal anymore because we've t- basically <laughs> told every single person. <laughs> and it's I don't think everyone knows about that. We can tell the world now. <laughs> Hopefully. Okay, okay so... What happened to you guys? Did you struggle finding home in Bishkek? Okay, I'll just explain the first parts and then of course you're going to jump in. Sure. So I was in Kabul when you came here, right? First. Yeah. And uh, you were here a week before me. Wait, wait, let me start. See? Let me start. See? She never <laughs> lets me. Oh my God. Okay, let me start. I just remembered something. Okay, so I was homeless when I was in... <laughs> let me talk. Okay, keep going. Okay. <laughs> I was okay. We're not gonna end this podcast any soon, guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't feel like I was. I had a home when I was in Afghanistan after my family left to Turkey. So it started from there when my family moved, and I was all alone there. And I used to live at my sister's house, and and then I moved to Hoda's house for a night or two just for the evacuation thing. So that's the point where I felt. Like, I had no home anymore. So, yeah, you can move on. We had to start from there. (laughs) I'm sure many of the students know in AUC, Afghans, who knows about the story. So we didn't want to make this podcast, like, depressing. So we wanted to add some fun stories and make you laugh. At the same time, share the experiences that the students have. When I came here, when I wanted to come here, my dad called his friend here and he started to search for homes for us, for me and Tabasum, because we wanted to live together since we were like fourth grade or something. And then um, we started to find another friends when we were coming here during the evacuation and we wanted to live together with them as well. So, And after like two months, we decided to move because we didn't really like the house we were living in, the situation it was in. It was kind of very old. I'm sure most of you can relate when you have lived in old homes here in Bishkek <laughs> and uh, so uh, we started searching some houses here and uh, we found one after talking with this agency for two weeks or something and then after we visited the house we liked it we paid the rent in advance for like six hundred dollars and six hundred dollars <laughs> people and we were broke at that time yeah literally. we were actually broke and it wasn't like a big house right it had like two very tiny rooms and we were like we just want to be comfortable and comfortable like- and live in our own space and so we just wanted to move there and the first night we called the owner and he said that you can come we took everything we collected everything the boxes the suitcases and everything we just left there and they wouldn't open the house to us we didn't have the key at first time and then the second time we had the key and he called us we couldn't open the door and it was locked from the inside so. you know i was the one who went and signed the contract with him and i still have his shitty picture on my mind while he was looking at the contract and signing it and I was like so happy because I got the keys and we were finally living together me and my best friend of 13 years (laughs) which didn't happen at all (laughs) and which went really bad and yeah we had to leave there and live in the hotel for like about a week or so right yeah and then we um, so the guy actually he he took her money and he never showed his face to us again wait uh, you should tell the story of the hotel when we were literally sleeping it was 2 a.m at night and in the morning <laughs> and then uh, we heard drunk people outside knocking the, the door, door? Yeah. yeah knocking and screaming and just shouting and it was really scary just thinking about it i can't believe i've been through all that it I feels mean, like a dream yeah literally. true am i making this too dramatic or no. it literally <laughs> was like that you know everything was new for the students and i don't know adapting to the 
this new country and then you face something like this, it's going to be even more depressing. Um, coming back to her story, mm-hmm. after this uh, one week, we realized that he was a very huge fraud and he just like took our money and left. So we tried to find an apartment at 12 in the morning and we started searching Lalafo. <laughs> <laughs> and then we found an apartment which was very old and it was and filled with spiders. Cockroaches. And I'm, not, I'm not even kidding. It was like filled with spiders and cockroaches and all the other bugs you can think of and we didn't even have a bed we went there and we had to sleep on the ground and we had to take our like coats on top of us while it was snowing outside and you guys didn't have any other choice right we had other no than other choice it was there. 10 at night and another part where we wanted to actually go to the police and because we wanted to find this guy mm-hmm. and we literally went into the police officer's where we haven't been before never yeah, to the station to the station <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. and we just saw these police guys who were they are also a huge fraud you just give them money and um, they didn't do anything i guess yeah. right yeah, okay. yeah they don't so we just Wait. had a bad experience with them and then we just had to move on from that because yeah. they told us that we could not speak russian so we could not solve our case after that even though we gave them the id of the person who did the fraud and everything and they were like no he has moved from the country but he actually did not so yeah after like living for two months with the cockroaches i bumped into maha one day and we talked about how we wanted to i was actually looking for a home too yeah and then we moved in together with uh, maha and tabasam <laughs> and we also have maliha wahidi john so I wish we had us. her we here love too. you. Yeah, we love you so much. Okay, so yeah, I think we talked a lot of negative stuff about our, you know, finding home and everything in Bishkek. Let's talk about the positive experiences or stories about this finding sense of belonging or the community that we have here in Bishkek. Who wants to go first? Okay, I think having friends in AUAF helped me a lot to have sense of belonging here in Bishkek. For example, I was living in Tajikistan and I wasn't evacuated. But then I contacted one of my friends who was already in Bishkek and she was like, yeah, I'm looking for a roommate and yeah, we would be happy to have you in our house. So yeah, I, it actually made me comfortable in content to live with someone that I know and they opened their house for me. So I guess spreading love would make you feel belonged or uh, feel you like being at home. Yeah, true. What about you? Well, for me, since I lived for a long time in the dorms at the AUF, that was kind of an experience to make me ready for these two, for yeah, these days true. as well. For you me know? too, yeah. Yeah. So also another good thing was that, um, Hodal, um, you were with me and we also went through all of those good days and bad days together. So I think that was a good thing because I was comfortable with you whenever I felt um, sad, I could share it with you. And uh, whenever I felt happy, we could share those moments together. And also the fact that We had new roommates, um, Maliha and Maha. And now they're really good and close friends of mine. And I feel kind of (laughs) comfortable with them as well. Yeah, that's true. I think living with you guys is the best thing. I am comfortable. I am who I am with you guys. And it's really hard for me to be who I am around people unless I truly trust them and I love them and I want to be around them so yeah yeah I think that's the reason I really wanted this first episode to be just us you know <laughs> to be so comfortable you guys in our each know space about us yeah yeah okay I'm not gonna listen to you next time saying that 
I want new friends. <laughs> yeah, she kidding. always says that. She's like, she just gets bored and she's like, I want new friends. I, I just need said new that friends. one time. You, you said idiots. it like three times. I know okay. the three times. You're, you're okay. counting now, and sure. Okay, I've talked about this with everyone, and she just said that we have been friends, but she never said how long. And we have been friends for more than 12 or 13 years. And I feel like when coming here, I always thought of, you know, living here with Tabasum, living anywhere with Tabasum outside of the country, of studying together. Come on, are you sipping the tea right now? <laughs> wow. Okay, Nusha John. <laughs> I want to listen to your tea and sip the tea. Okay. And then I feel like that really made me feel at home to be able to talk about everything that was going on and the negative stuff, the positive stuff and celebrate my joys. And then until I got used to it after hundreds of mental breakdowns, which I'm sure like a lot of people here can relate. Maybe not yeah. a lot, but some people. But yeah, I started I to get used to it. I don't functioning, you know. We've been through a lot, but still, you see all Afghans are happy, mm-hmm. kind, yeah. and... All of us have these different stories from the evacuation. And let's just talk shortly about that. Well, 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 as I told you guys, I wasn't evacuated. We actually got outside of Afghanistan in summer 2021 for family trip together. And we didn't have any single clue that the Taliban would come and take over Afghanistan. So we were in Uzbekistan and then we went to Tajikistan and we got stuck there and we couldn't go back, unfortunately. Yeah. It was kind of hard to not be able to go back and visit your country because we didn't get out of Afghanistan saying goodbye to our family. We just left knowing that we're going to come back there. <laughs> the thing is, we said like goodbye three or four times. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> because of the evacuations. They were telling us to go to this specific place because of the evacuation. And then we would say goodbye to our parents and cry and then leave and then come back. <laughs> oh, come back I to know. Us. It was messed up. It would either used to be like 2 a.m. or 5 a.m. or 10 p.m. or something. And we just had to leave the house immediately when the emails came. And when we went to the buses, we had to wait for five hours or six hours into the buses and then come back home. And I think it was a really big cycle until we got you the know, email. You know, you would reach the feeling of hopeless from what I got from Bada and Tabassum. Like did. literally depressed, hopeless, anything that comes to your mind that is negative is then... After we got the email that we will not be evacuated, me and Tabassum, we have this video. We recorded ourselves and we just couldn't feel anything, you know. We were just resting there and looking at the ceiling, staring there for a long time and then listening to the gunshots of the Taliban outside. It was so scary and we were just making fun of that as well, right? (laughs) Yes, it it just felt like a scene from a movie when I think about it now. But Well, just putting all that aside, our biggest fear was Taliban. And just when we talked about it in the school times, right? Yeah, just seeing them. That was our biggest, you know, we were really afraid of just seeing them. It was like a fairy tale story that our parents used to tell tell us. us, Yeah. yeah. And then we finally saw them. And the fact that we faced our biggest fear was we actually (laughs) wanted to move to positive things. Oh, shit. We can never do that. Oh, (laughs) okay, okay. Positive things. Food, but not here. (laughs) Oh, food. Okay, let's leave that to the Afghan kitchen again. Yeah, what else? we're going to make an, another episode for this. Yeah, what's something positive you can think of right now? Okay, so I would say life can take you unexpected places, but love can bring you guys together and would make you feel at home, something like that. Quote, quote, Maha Abdul Okay, for me, it's the fact that now I believe that whatever I face in the future, whatever kind of hardship, I'll be able to face it. 
I'll be able to get through it. Because I just told you, I faced my biggest fear, which I was always having nightmares about, even when it didn't exist in Afghanistan, even when I never saw it. But I just had these stories in my mind. And I never had these nightmares of, you know, jinns and ghosts and all. <laughs> but they were all just Taliban. And it was yeah. really scary for me. And I faced that. Now I feel like I'm so strong that whatever that comes to my life in the future, I'll be able to face it and just get through it. And the fact that it's human nature to just whatever hardship they face, it makes them stronger and stronger mm -hmm. because you eventually find solution for your problems. And yeah. that's what makes you a successful person. Yeah, mm. even for the people who are hearing us, never give up. Everything happens for a reason. It's you should stay strong and believe in yourself because it is what it is. We cannot do anything about it. But yeah, we just need to keep going for, I don't know, to universities, chasing our dreams and stuff like that to make ourselves happy, I guess. And yeah. you know, Mahat, by making yourself as strong as you can to get through the problems that you have, this will not only make you strong, but also spread the energy to people around mm -hmm. you and this other day we had this session of you know what's your what's your main goal in life and when we just had some brainstorming I thought about inspiring others because this energy in me is it really wants to get out and spread to others as well because I know that it's not just me and people face a lot of problems in their lives but in a different way when you just stay strong and get through it you can even inspire others around you. And yeah. please, please, I'm just asking for one thing. Please be kind. Yeah. Everything you do, just please be kind to everyone and your surroundings and to people you meet. And Yeah. Okay, let's say just one thing we like about Bishkek right now. I think probably the peace. Mm -hmm. I don't know. And being independent, I can do whatever that I want in here. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Okay. So, the yeah. fact that we can just get out three in the morning and... It's not the safest country, but we feel at peace here. Of yeah. course, yeah. yeah. I really like the change of the season right now. It's spring. It's really beautiful. And also the summer nights. I love the come, autumn so. ones. The yeah. autumn when the leaves are all yeah. orange and yellow. In the next episode, what will be the topic about? Hopefully, we will be talking about journey to Bishkek and we will have our guests. And I don't want to reveal it now, but it's going to be exciting. Yeah, guys, please stay tuned. So that was it for today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you enjoyed today's episode and want to stay updated on future releases, please consider subscribing to our podcast on your preferred platforms. And definitely follow us on social media at Home Away From Home Podcast. And yeah, please share your thoughts or ideas that you want to be hearing or the guests you recommend for us to bring in our podcast. Thank you for having me here, guys. Bye. Thank you for coming. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye. Bye.